It's What's going on, folks? Do I have any questions? I don't believe. I don't believe I have a question for you this week. I do not, so I will get right into it. Yeah. yeah. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. Yeah, I said I changed, but ain't no angel, ain't no saint. Came out of Connie, planned to lick the next day. Sugar had me lost, had it, nigga losing faith. I was in my soul, praying, but when I was up, wouldn't pray. I know that I ain't shit, baby, you ain't gotta stay. I know I'm hard-headed, and I'm stuck up in my way. She gon' tell you that she love you, but that love will probably fade. They gon' smile when you close, but when they far, they gon' hate. Been the realest from the start, and I can take it to the end. Always got anything but S, Brian, I'm tryna get M's. I be itching for a bad, for a bag, I'm a sense. Like, I don't learn my lesson, cause here I go again. to turn that off. I'm not supposed to turn that off. I heard that wild fool. Yes, yes, I heard that bit wild fool. What's up, folk? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jacka Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. All these topics almost kind of if I if I if I'm really bomb if I'm bomb as a bitch like I I should be able to bust out some cool little segues today, but I'm gonna be honest with you I'm a little rusty but I kind of like these topics I'm not gonna front first uh first podcast back since I heard the news the reason why I definitely uh opened with that song I'm one thousand percent sure that uh back to the bag has been a song of the week selection for the podcast. I'm 100% sure of that, actually. Thousand, ten thousand. Anyways, uh, rest in peace, Money Side Suede, man. R.I.P. Money Side Suede. Um, he was, I guess you could say, up and coming. You know, it's almost... Well, no, I'm not gonna say that. He was he was up and coming. He was definitely he was definitely up and coming, even for L even in terms of the city, in, in terms of LA. He was he was definitely up and coming. I I don't I don't think anyone would say that he was fully solidified, fully cemented into uh 
the LA scene, but I very well could be wrong with that. One, because I'm not that tapped all the way the fuck in, for real, for real. Um, but at the same time, uh, Suede was uh, a Hispanic rapper, a Latino rapper, and I'm and I'm sure he was popping and buzzing like a motherfucker, um, with 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 the with the Hispanic community in 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 L.A. and for sure the West Coast and shit like that. Like he was he was tight, man. He he was tight. Uh, him do peso. Yeah, I I I I I was happy when I discovered them young niggas. <laughs> I was like, damn, who these little like who these niggas like? Fucking Sway low key sound like fucking Kodak, Peso. He low key like this one song that he had that shit was popping off. Like he kind of reminded me of Meek Mill. Like in no way, shape, or form does he rhyme. Like if you listen to him, you're not gonna think, oh damn, he sounds like Meek Mill. Like not at all. But more so, just like. Just how he came on the track, just how he came on the track, his energy, uh, his, his aggression, like it just kind of reminded me of like, like uh, a DC two, a DC three type Mike uh, Meek Mill, you know. But um, yeah, this cat Suede, man, he uh, he passed away in prison. He got killed in prison, and I seen a couple YouTube videos, and it's wild to think, man, you know, um, especially in America. So many, so many races, so many other races always when they, when they, when they so desire to, you know, to get down on themselves about how they can't say the N word or they're not allowed to say the N word. Like I said, I think everybody should look at it from a NEPQ standpoint when it comes to the N word if you're not black and don't say you're not allowed and don't say you can't say it because again, trust me, you can. And I've never I've never heard someone that wasn't black say the N word and struggle to say it. Like again, like I said before, I don't know if I can squat 400 pounds. But if I tried it, you know, you 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 might see a struggle. It might be Again, I don't think I can do it. I'm not strong enough to to squat 400 pounds right now. I just don't think so. Maybe I am. Uh, so yeah, that, and that's the same thing that goes with with other cultures and other races when it comes to the N word. Uh, in America, I think the only other race that is really the Spanish is really the 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 Spanish that they that get a pass. And it's funny because. I can remember, and it's funny, I was just talking about my boy Randy yesterday. Uh, that's the first, like, I could say, like, Mexican friend I ever had, for real, for real. Uh, and I knew a handful, and quite literally a handful of Mexican uh, people growing up, cats I went to school with and shit like that, but I just knew them in passing. I ain't really know them like that, for real, for real. My nigga Randy, that was my dog, though, but I can remember when we was first kicking it, and he just dropped the N-word. I think we was talking about Friday or some shit. Next Friday or some shit like that. And I remember, like, at first just kind of, like, thinking in my head, like, damn, how do I really feel about this? Like, the fact that he's saying it and, and he not black, I feel away. But I don't. I only feel away. I only feel away about that, though. Like, just the fact, like, I, I don't feel any other way. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? So uh, I bring that up to say, I bring that up to say that the 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 Spanish can. I ain't even gonna say they can say it. They do say it. <laughs> I ain't even gonna say they can. They do. Uh, the Spanish they do say it. Whether it's Mexican, whether it's Puerto Rican, Dominican, like if you grew up around, if you grew up around a bunch of black folk, what you know, weaving in and out of a bunch of black culture your whole life, or like really, again, not just seeing this shit, really weaving in, weaving uh, in and out that bitch. Yeah, I can see how you gonna pick that up. But again, back to why I really brought it up. Watching some of the YouTube videos, they were just speaking on prison politics. And nobody knows what happened, and maybe no one will ever know. Um, but according to some of the theories, with him being Mexican and just how much he say nigga, like he... It, you listen to Sway talk, if you couldn't hear his Mexican accent, you would thought that it was a black person saying it because he just, he uses it how you're supposed to use it. <laughs> like, like he, just, he just knows how to use it. All his niggas know how to use it. It just is what it is. Um, and But apparently in prison, especially in California state prisons, nigga, when you rocking with, when you, everything is separate. The blacks hang with the blacks. The woods hang with the whites. Hang with the whites. They call them the woods. The, the Mexicans hang with the Mexicans. The Browns hang with the Browns. Uh, the fuck? Oh, and um, and the others hang with the others. You know what I'm saying? And apparently in prison, like, that's just not how Mexicans giving it up. Like, that's not how Mexicans giving it up. And you only get one chance to learn. And they just, and they say that that could have been a reason. It's crazy to think. That's wild as fuck to think that. A young uh, a young man possibly got killed for saying the N word, and it wasn't even by black people. It wasn't even by it was by nobody else. It was by his own race, you know. Not and and I get it though, but I get it though. I get it. See, in America, you got you just got to understand what this shit is. You know what I'm saying? Like I can I can totally see other races you know if somebody called them a nigga or you just use it like we not them like think about that especially when you think again think about america and just think about how shit is i i can easily see other races being highly like we not black people we are not black people we are not black people i don't know we not them. So whatever it is that you're doing, whatever you think it is that you're doing, whatever it is you think you're thinking, you need to relax. Because we not them. Don't dare come over here disrespecting, talking that bullshit. What? You saying, nigga, like we, nigga, we not black? The fuck? Fuck you want to be them for? Like, that's how I'm, a, that's how I'm imagining everybody that ain't black. Like, I, and I can see it. Like, if you look around, it's America. Like, we black. We painted it in the worst light, wrong or right, wrong or right. We painted in the worst lights. We ain't like, come on, we the low, we we at the bottom. Who wants to be at the bottom? We at the bottom. I can see, I can easily see that. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
So yeah. So anyways, that was long. How long did I spend on that? Did I just spend man long on that? I spent twelve minutes on it. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, R.P. Sway, man, for sure. All right. Where the fuck do I want to start? What's a good flow? <sighs> All right, fuck it. I'll just start. With, I'll start with the top shit. So this past week, this past week, Miss Ebony K. Williams, uh, I guess you could say, quote unquote, baby was in the hot seat. Baby was in a hot seat this week. For what? Because she spoke her mind. I'm going to give you a little bit of things that she was talking about. If you have not uh, heard it, if you're not aware of just really what the fuck I'm talking about, I'll just play you a little bit of, uh, of what she was talking about in the beginning, and then we'll go through it some more. Gage content offerings the Grio has produced. So before I tell you my thoughts, let's replay the clip that had some of y'all deep into your feelings. I do want you to speak, Ayanla, to how women need to... Uh, I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build, when some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all, um, they are not positioned to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources, and some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Would you date a bus driver? You. Would you date If he owns the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's, a problem. that's a problem. That's a problem. Now, let's just start with that. And I let me just say where, me personally, I ain't going to necessarily say I agree or disagree with Ebony. But more so, what I want to speak on today is, when it comes to this situation is, yo, let niggas live. Let a motherfucker live, man. Y'all, wow. Let Shorty be getting dragged through the mud. Niggas being hurt. Oh, we, you this. You said, I feel like, who are you? I can't. We should suck. Suck dick, nigga. Shut the fuck up. That's how I was really kind of feeling. Now, the reason I say that is because again, bro, just look at just look at shit. You gotta look at shit sometime. And don't get me wrong, I don't looked at plenty of shit and been dead wrong. I could be wrong right now. I'm just wondering. I I, I could be wilding. I could be wilding. It's, it's it's very it's very it would be very possible. It it would be on brand. For God's sake. When, when I was some, when I was somewhere in my early twenties, I believe, I I might not even have been, I might not even been in the military yet, so I might have been like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, kind of thinking this shit. But I just remember thinking to myself one time of like, you know, it seems like most men. Most men, majority of men, 
are in some type of general labor job. For the most part, whether you're working in a warehouse, whether you're a mechanic, a plumber, a fucking uh, construction worker, whether you're this or that, like, you work at a plant somewhere, some type, like, for the most part, it just seemed like that's what, you know, shipping and pack, shipping and handling, packaging, all type of shit, like, it just seemed like that. those are the jobs that majority of men occupy. And then I started thinking, but then I'm thinking, like, well, but people always make it sound like the only people that's making money are people that's wearing suits. That's how I like, that's how I'm like, damn, it seemed like Eric, like that's, that's where you want to be. You want to be working in, in the air condition. Like if you working in the air condition, then you must be getting some goddamn money. This is again, this is just my simple thought process. But then I thought to myself also, well, damn, um, where where are women working? In the fucking AC. I don't see too many bitches outside. I don't see too many too many hoes cutting grass. I'm not talking about your own yard. I'm just talking again as a as employment. I don't see too many hoes out there shoveling fucking concrete and doing all this and that shit, brick mason and weld. Like I don't. Obviously, there's women that's doing it, but you don't see it much. You don't see it. Women are working indoors. And I think, well, I thought, like, oh, well, women got to be making more more money than men because they work inside. (laughs) They work inside. So I say all that. I say that to say. when you look at when you just look at how things are set up or how it just seems the perception of things to be set up you can see how someone would have a mentality of saying yeah no nah, I date the owner of the joint because what I'm getting to guys is classism racism is a big thing and it was a great start it was a great start it was a really 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 good start for america it was a great start racism was an amazing start but classism classism is just the way to make the movie better that's that's how you got to progress the story we can't stay in racism forever like we got to progress the story classism is where we at guys let me just play some more some more shit uh just to kind of drive where i'm going home a little more now let's address the response to the interview what some of y'all are calling a backlash so let me be clear first i am a professional disruptor so backlash is my business and i will always take it on the chin for the sake of advancing the work conversation or movement all right been extremely transparent about the fact that my life choices and my chosen lifestyle are far outside of the norm okay Again, now shorty that's talking, bitch gonna ask her, 
Would you date a bus driver only making whatever cub making? Ebony K. Williams is a lawyer. I think Shorty might be an author. Clearly, she's a, a content creator in some form or fashion, whether it's by default. She's got status in and out the breakfast club so she could maybe be considered a celebrity. C, C celebrity, D level, A list celebrity, D list, not an A list, probably a C list celebrity, D list celebrity. Oh, uh, my point is, y'all, what else is she, what else is she supposed to say? What else is she really supposed to say in that? Hold up, because we, it's just a little too much light. I break that down a little bit. Um. What else the fuck is she supposed to say, guys? She's rich. She's not normal. She's not average. She's supposed to say that. Now, whatever happens, and again, me saying this, don't take it the wrong way. Whatever happens in her journey of love, journey of companionship and this and partnership and this and that shit, that reality is going to play out however it plays out. Like she she says she's dated across the board, so she's not just stuck on niggas. Um, it's all men. It's all men. We not, we not rich. We not, a lot of niggas not rich. A lot of niggas not going after it. A lot of niggas not applying themselves like, it's regular people. Regular motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Like, she not that. Her rent probably 12000 a month. Mortgage probably 12000 a month. Maybe it's seven, but still, that's a lot. She on a different level. So when I said that I would date the bus owner, a lot of y'all heard something different. Some of you heard the following. Bus drivers are whack. Bus drivers are broke. Oh, and I'm too good for a bus driver. The only thing is, y'all made that part up. See, I said what I said. But then some of y'all started talking about salaries and hourly wages, pensions and benefits. And that's wild because I was never talking about money at all. I was talking about black ownership. But some of y'all made it about money. Now, I will say, this is, st this is where she slowly starts to bring in the cap. That's where you got to kind of call out the cap a little bit. Yeah, I hear you. For sure. Ownership, this and that, blah, blah, blah. For sure. I get it. But you're still coming. We're still coming back to finances. No matter, like, no matter how you shake it down, when the shit gets sifted out at the bottom, it's going to read finances <laughs> yeah that, you know what i'm saying put that shit in a little drainer put that shit in a little drainer put a put a note paper at the bottom of it fill that bitch up with sand and just just shake it just shift it just just sift it out just let the sand just sift on out and when you get to the bottom of that bitch it's gonna read finances now 
again, where the cap also comes in is just understanding what just understanding again for her to be who she is a lawyer all this net the intellect that i'm gonna assume that she has and stuff it is kind of wild to to say that excuse me to say that and and still not acknowledge the fact that of what oh and still not acknowledge maybe the fact of what maybe ownership still looks like though like all right you're the owner you're the owner of a bus but you still need workers you still need this you still need these other people that aren't necessarily well people that are essential I'm talking about ownership, black enterprise, and entrepreneurship, because really, I am talking about black liberation. And if you read my book, you'll understand why. So I'm standing ten toes down on that position, and I don't really care if you're hurt or offended by it. And since some of y'all are already big mad, let me go ahead and make you incensed. So out of the 50,000-plus comments posted on social, I only saw a handful that even considered the possibility of a bus owner being a more aspirational position and recognizing that I am actually speaking and pouring into the ascension of black men when I said what I said. But see, no, some of y'all were... Now, again, also where the cap come in. Now, maybe she also uh, spoke on it in, in, in the interview uh, with the other lady. Now, she said she was talking about men across all across the board because she dealt with them all. But right here, she's talking about how she's really trying to uplift just black men, though. It's cool. But again, at the same time, and this is where, and this is where. I 1,000% agree with Dr. Umar. This is where I 1,000% agree with Akash Singh. And this is where I 1,000% agree. And I don't even know if Cuz said this. I'm just going to put it on him. Matt Walsh. <laughs> this is where I'm going to 1,000% agree. Don't be talking this and that shit about us. If you fucking and loving them. Don't be doing all this and that, talking all this and that shit about us and what you want to do for us and how much you love us and how much we, uh, you know, us is disappointing you and how much you want to, but you fucking and loving them. And you ain't got no problem searching for loving them. And all like, it's like, which one is it? Are you disappointed across the board? Or are you only disappointed in black men? Too busy naming and shaming me personally and black women in general as undesirable gold diggers and much worse. Now, I suspect that some of y'all are the same. Now, I know niggas was in the comments hot. I know that for sure. Men that were bringing home C's and D's on your report cards, only to then be coddled by parents that said, well, that's okay, as long as you're doing your best. Well, listen, I love and believe in the excellence of black men. So no, my dear, C's and D's or any other form of mediocrity is not okay. No, I will not create a soft place for you or anybody that I love to fall comfortably into the bigotry of low expectations. So I'm going to say one more time, there's absolutely nothing wrong with driving a bus. My mother Gloria drove one for years. But could it be that black America has been sold a narrative of average, regular, and typical being good enough for us? Hmm. Well, see, that's called white supremacy. 
Now, I don't know if it got anything to do with white supremacy, but again, shorty talking facts. Shorty talking facts. I can think about it in my own household. Was my people's ecstatic if I brought home A's and B's 1,000%? Especially when they was, especially when niggas was giving out money for it. Like, oh, what, nigga? Yeah, I need that A. I need that $10 or whatever much you giving niggas. Um, but if a nigga brought home a C, won't nobody tripping. <laughs> won't nobody tripping if a nigga brought home a C. Nobody. You wasn't going to hear a fuss. Brought home a D and an F. Yes, niggas is talking. Niggas is, what you doing? Niggas threaten you with whoopings and all blah, 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 blah. But again, a C and up, niggas ain't tripping. Niggas is not tripping whatsoever. That's even just like with my pops. My pops was saying, all right, got all, I got all the, when, when I graduated, when I graduated, because I was the last one to graduate. My, my brother and my sister graduated uh, a year before me. So when I graduated, my dad was like, all right, got all my kids out, uh, graduated through high school. My job is done. That's what she talking about right there. Low expectations. Not my pops weren't pressing me to go to go to college, you know, higher education. Pressed me to go into the to the military, some shit like that. Learn a trade, some shit like that, you know. Um. But yeah, he just he wasn't thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but what if he was on me my whole entire life? Like, no, nigga, you talking about a C? You bet your ass better not never bring home nothing lower than a B. And that bit and the B better not be a low B. Like anything. <laughs> Anything lower than a high B, you know what I'm saying? We got other issues. We got we got we got other issues we need to we attend to. So again, I feel her on this. I feel everything Ebony K uh saying, except for the cap. Except for the motherfucker except for the motherfucking cap. But it's real. It's real. Like she What's real is she shouldn't have to, motherfuckers just shouldn't be on her. Motherfuckers shouldn't have took it that personal. Like, look at her, really look at her, and then just think about what she's saying. Of course, she she's not going to date a bus driver. She can't date a bus driver. She's a woman. She can't do that. Or can she? Now, this is where I want to go next. Let me read this to you right quick. Women, this is this is the 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 title of the shit. Women are now earning or making the same as their husbands in nearly half of marriages. So let me just say this also. Nigga, it came true. When I was thinking that shit in my 20s, yes, nigga, bitches is wait, they working at AC, they getting money. <laughs> they work in buildings, they're getting money. And that's where all the and so again, guys. What warehouse job you know paying good? What? Well, I ain't ever worked construction, so I don't know. But I'm just saying, regular jobs. You a mechanic? You again? If you not owning shit, if you not owning shit, if you not owning shit, and you not working in the AC, how much niggas really supposed to get paid? Who really, who paying? They not paying that much. I'm telling you, these houses out here getting money. So check this. In almost half of, of opposite sex marriages in the U.S., 
Women are now earning the same as their husbands or out earning them by an average of $53,000. Although men are still the breadwinners in most households, the share of women making just as much or more than their husbands has nearly tripled in the last 50 goddamn years. Spouses are earning the same income in nearly one-third, or 29% of opposite-sex marriages, a significant jump from 11% to 1972, in 1972. Um, let's get down to the real meet and greet with the shit. Because there was a chart that I thought was um, pretty interesting. Okay, who are the breadwinners in U.S. marriages by race and ethnicity? It starts at the top. Asians. Men earn more at 56%. 30% of uh 30 per, uh 30% is spouses earn the same and 14% is women earn is the wife earns more. In the black community, 40% of husbands earn more, 34% uh earn the same and 26% earn more than their husbands. This and this may be where Ebony K is going and why she feels the need to speak up and represent for black women because of statistics and numbers like this. In the Hispanic community, 62% of husbands earn more, 26% earn the same amount, and 13%, 13% of wives earn more than their husbands. And in the white community, 54%. Uh, earn more 29 percent uh earn the same and 17 percent earns uh, uh the wife earns more so asians and uh white people are damn near neck and neck but the 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 biggest glaring difference is well it is with the black community it is with us niggas uh black women they're at 26 percent they damn near double everyone on the shit they're doubling Hispanic women. Uh, they're doubling Asian women, not really, but they're 14%. There's 26 so almost, and then white women are 17%. Uh, by age group, that's whatever, whatever. Um, and then by education level, uh, if you have a bachelor's degree or higher, uh, men still earn, 48% of men still earn more. Uh, some colleges, 58% of men earn more. If it's high school diploma, then 62%. Uh, men uh, earn more and if it's less than high school then 72% of men uh, earn more so niggas is still out here being a breadwinner but I bring this up <laughs> and this is where we about to get wild I bring this up because like I said I be seeing commercials I be watching TV and shit now and I just see like how you know, everybody say shit is propaganda. Everything is this and that and blase, blase, blah, like, you know, influence. So it's like, all right, maybe with these numbers and this and that, they just go ahead and putting it in on TV. Like, this is a, a, a reality. Let's start showing it more that women are the breadwinners in the household. So let me ask you this. Do y'all think that cuckolding or forms of cuckolding, swinging, and shit like that will start to become more prevalent and more of the norm 
in marriages due to women starting to earn as much as their husbands or more. Do y'all think that could possibly be a possibility? See, when we talk about your high-value man, when we speak about men and their options, a man is only as faithful as his options. We speak about it with a sense of arrogance. We We speak about it with a sense of pride. We speak about it with a sense of entitlement. I am a man. I have these urges. And I conquer. And I conquer because I execute. And because I execute so well at such a high clip that I actually own the bus and a dozen more like it, In a dozen other cities, I deserve every right to fuck any and every woman that will consensually allow me to do so. Whether I'm married, whether I have a girlfriend, or whatever the case may be, as a man, I should be able to do that. Now, are there men out there getting that shit off? Of course. Of course. Why not? Are there men out there that's having a hard time getting that off? Of course. Some niggas got it all, doing all this and that and whatever the case, and they wife just not going for it. And they know what the repercussions may be if shit go left and they wife not going for it. This is what it is. But. When you think about what it seems like culture is like, again, when they say women are so masculine now, women want to be men and all this and that shit, and they they prioritize careers and they don't want kids, they don't want families and all this and that shit. If all that's the case, and OnlyFans, sex work, women's liberation, women empowerment, which if we're being quite frank, has a lot of sex wrapped in that shit. I'm not going to say it's the spearhead of it, but, man, it's coming with a blow. It's coming with the blow. Do we think that it's reasonable? Is it reasonable to believe that The tables won't turn. I'm 30. I'll be turning 32 this summer. When I'm 45, 50, 60, will it be, will it really be uh, unreasonable to think that by then, again, if we're just going off of job markets and shit like that, and again, like I said, just seems, just seems to wear 
society is heading. We got AI and all this and that. They talking about wiping out jobs. Like, yeah, maybe a lot of women's jobs might get wiped out, but I think a lot of men's jobs are going to get wiped out. I think a lot of people are going to be poor. Um, Would it not be safe to say that women in marriages are going to start flexing their muscles and just saying, like, yo, I want this, and I think I deserve it, and I think as my husband you should support me in it. Again, it's not, and it ain't even got to be stepping out. It ain't got to necessarily be cheating. And now also, now also let me say this. Now, it might look different. What I'm saying might look different throughout the cultures, throughout the races. Like, for black people, it won't be cuckolding. It's not going to be cuckolding. It's just going to be your bitch stepping out on you. She's just going to be cheating. She's just going to be cheating. Maybe you know about it. As you, like, you not tripping. Maybe you know about it. It's, it is what it is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if the Asians are going to be doing that. I don't know. If, I don't know if Asians really get down with that shit. But I, I, I but I kind of want to say they do just by proximity of, of the of whiteness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, in the white community, in the white community, I don't know. I think white men might have a. I don't know. Again, again, I think all of us are really going to have all cultures. It's gonna, I think it's going to play out just in different aspects, different ways uh, throughout all cultures. Uh, but the hot wife and the cuckolding and shit like that, maybe not necessarily the cuckolding. Like, that's different. But maybe, again, just the swinging and shit like that. Uh, I, especially in the white community, man, it's, I don't know. It. it now, again, what I'm all this is literally just based off of all this is literally just based off of me me thinking now of just the mindset of women, of just like again, the sexual liberation, all this and that. Uh and again, just when people just keep saying, oh, Men are just, women are just men now. They're, they're competitive. They're this and that and all what whatever. Like, so why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they adopt what it seems to be that men have always been doing? Because of the leverage that you could say that we have. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, you listen to the red pill shit, that, that'd be people's argument, especially, like, with the Ebony K shit or whatever. People are like, oh, everybody wants a rich partner and all this and that, or, but you you might pass over a good dude. And, yeah, you you got the rich lifestyle and all this and that, but the billionaire husband, but he's cheating on you left and right and whatever. You really don't like, you know what I'm saying? Um. So it just, damn, I kind of forgot where I was about to go with that, but. Anyway, it's just it, it it really makes me think. It really does make me think when uh when I see these numbers and I'm looking at porn and and shit like that. I'm just like, you know, I'm watching I'm watching fucking 
just how women are talking on TikToks and all this and that. Just shit just seemed to be couples are freaky now, you know, and couples are just freaky now. Trust me, I know. Um, hey, like I said, I could be wilding. I very well could be wilding. If I am wilding, I, I, I promise you, I, I it was it was from all innocence. I was I was simply wondering that if a certain amount of money, like will women will cert will 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 certain things be more normal in modern marriages in the future because of women's income? Like I don't like will it? <sighs> I'm gonna save that for another topic, but for another day. But trust, I think that I think it. I, I think it goes way when it comes to this money shit and how people are going to be moving, man, I think it goes way deeper than just the, just, (laughs) Hey, Hey, don't be, Hey, look, don't be surprised. Do not be surprised. If in 2050, the only way you can even, the only way you can even get, with a natural born woman as a man is to be a part of the ten, the top 10%. Outside of that, and I'm going to leave it at that. What's next on the docket? What is next on the docket? Uh, oh, ooh, let's go here. Speaking of the wilds, Is there a difference between being entertained and someone being an entertainer? Can you be entertained without entertainment? First, I'm going to start with a recent with a recent story and then double back. Freddie Gibbs was apparently, I don't know what happened with between him and his ex baby mama and this and that shit, but Shorty got on Twitter, said something about, oh, it's crazy that you will block me knowing good and goddamn well, and you know this. You, you getting greasy. You, and that's why you in this position, because you getting greasy. You got the nerve to get greasy on me talking like that to me. Knowing good and goddamn well, I got a whole picture of you in my phone. Booty hole just spread all open. I don't know if Cole was on his back. All fours. Shorty just said there was nothing but... Open air, an opportunity, because my man was busting it open. I don't know. Is real or fake? But it was trending. It was trending. They started calling my man Spready Gibbs. (laughs) Saying that out loud. 
whoever came up with that was hilarious. Was hilarious. Like, when you coming up, when you got a rap name, you never know. You never know how niggas might use that shit against you. I'll never forget one time. It was way back in the day. Uh, I, I, was just, I, I was just talking shit with one of the homies back home. He was a rapper and shit, too. I was just talking shit to him back, just talking shit to him or whatever. Cut called me Whack Canes. <laughs> I thought I would die laughing. I said, oh, nah, you a hoe. I said, you, I said, you, I said, you, been, you been had that in the tuck. <laughs> that wasn't just off the head. You been had that in the tuck. Whack Canes. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, again, you just never know how your shit can be flipped. They called that boy Spready Gibbs because he had his. <laughs> but, all right, I bring this up to say, we have no idea, not a single clue in the world, if what this woman is saying is true or not. And if you ask me, she been, now, at first I ain't even going to say that because I don't know, I really don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know how much she said, I don't know how much she hasn't said and this and that, but what I will say is it's almost to the point of like the dude on the stop that was talking about the 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 mall and Rory and Joe Buttonby. And he was saying how Maul has been doing a handful of interviews and he just keep on saying the same shit about like how he got information on Joe that if they let it out is gonna wreak havoc, is gonna fucking crumble Joe's world, is gonna put this nigga under the dirt. He won't be able to He's just gonna be late. He's gonna be late in every sense of in every sense of the word. This nigga Joe gonna be late if Maul dropped his shit. Shout out the boy to stop because he said what needed to be said. Maul, shut the fuck up. Drop it then, nigga. If it's that serious and you can't stand a nigga and it's so personal and he a thief and he all and you like what you what you still holding on to then? Just like Push said, just like Push said to Drake, it's cap. Because why would you spare me? Why would you spare me? Why would you really spare me? You might have it in your heart. You might be that kind of a dude, but we here now. We already here now. So why would you spare me? I felt, bro, when he said that. It's like, ball, relax, bro. Like, just chill. If you got it, drop it. If you don't, bro, stop bringing it up. What are we doing? Like, it don't make sense no more. Like, just leave it alone. Same with this shorty. I don't know what their relationship is or whatever, but for you to get to this point, to even just say that, it, it, for, for her to get to the point of saying that, and again, not to say she don't have it, but just where I'm going with it, if she did have it, she would have dropped it. She would have dropped it if she did have it. What, you going to say you still love? I, I still love him, though. I still love the nigga. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I got a picture of him, asshole wide open. I spit in it. I spit in it. No Cook County. But I spit in it. I would never show you. I love you. I love him. I would never show the public. I would never share that with Twitter. I would jump off a bridge if I seen Shade Rue posting it. 
I would never do that. But what I will do is get on the internet, get on Twitter, let Shade Room repost my tweet of telling motherfuckers, well, that's how you, that's how you, that's how we be getting our shit off. What? Your story is my story. We go together. Your baby inside of me. Your story is my story. And in my story, you be busting that bitch open. It's crazy. I bring it up to say, Charlemagne said it best. Nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. I'm going to say it again because Charlemagne said it best. Nobody cares about the truth if the lie is more entertaining. Y'all give me one second. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's going to come right back. I know it's going to destroy everything I made. It's probably going to get you boys sent the way. But this game I play ain't no way uh. to fix it. It's inevitable that I'm sure where I will stop me. Before I even started, when I get to one brick, in the game I with the pot with, got to one brick, and I look to the skylight. Sorry, got a lava, give me one more try. Got to two bricks, new cars, new whips, but niggas never learn till they end up in the news clip. The irony you're selling drugs is sort of like using it. Guess it's two sides to what substance abuse is. Can't stop, won't stop, dick to this new shit. Brand new convertibles, I'm so ruthless. Front row fight night, see how big my tube is. Fuck HD, nigga, see how clear my view is. Falling. Now, earlier this week, earlier this week, um, or last week, whatever the fuck it was, uh, was the what the fuck is this? Uh, was the Met Gala or the Met Gala? <clears throat> uh, if you don't know what the Met Gala is, I'm not the one to inform you, but I will throw out a few guesses of what I've heard. It's a really, really, really rich, expensive. Apparently, 350. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Shout out Bronny James. He's going to USC. Um, apparently, it's $350,000 per ticket to go to the Met Gala. And every year is supposed to be themed. Supposed to be themed and whatever. So it's like people. Everybody's outfits at the Met Gala is always outrageous. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, even if they're like calm, like if they're relatively cool, they're still outrageous just because like the cut, the print, whatever. Like if even if it's just a two piece suit, like damn, that's a ill ass two piece suit. But some people go crazy with the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like one person, this one chick had like a fucking dress on with a goddamn cape. Hung, hung on her shoulders the whole length of the fucking stairs. It was like fucking, it looked like it was over a dozen stairs and shit was huge. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because I was on Twitter and I was talking with the homie Smith and they was talking about Doja Cat. Doja comes in in some kind of maybe a silver dress, white dress, some shit like that. But long story short, she was literally like a cat. You know, like like on a musical 
or some shit like that where people be wearing like the cat faces like you know what it like she really looked like a cat and she was just walking around meow meow like that's how she was answering shit or whatever the case and 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 the homie was like man this bitch corny and weird and whatever the case and i'm like i'm like well don't you think you got to be a little weird to be an entertainer and he's like nah you don't got to be like that's not the the sole basis like just because you're weird that makes you entertaining or whatever and and he's right but my point my point was my point was again when you, you got to look at shit you gotta like we 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 so you just really gotta look at shit. It's America. Don't you know how many people like let's just think of cancel culture. Let's just think of cancel culture. Um and actually hold on, let me just bring up the tweets just so I can kind of just get y'all a little more better reference. Uh at least on my at least for from my point of view of uh of the argument uh or the debate. Uh, so yeah, 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 uh, but anyway, so, so, uh, so I, I'm, so I'm telling bro, I'm like, yeah, so I'm like, you know, it's possible that Shorty is always doing weird shit, but I'm like, but under the circumstances, uh, this seems to be right on brand. Like Doja came as a cat. Like I can't knock it. I can't knock it. And he was like, that bitch weird and corny. Now, this is what I'll say. See, when black people say weird and corny, that's that's just a short version of saying, fuck everything about you, everything you ever stood for, everything you ever lived for. You just trash. You just uh, like nothing about you is valid, especially corny. Once somebody call you corny as a black person, you're automatically invalid to life. Nothing, nothing about you is and, and we'll and, and that's what makes it and that's what makes it so effective. That's what makes it so effective because we'll throw that shit on, on we'll we'll throw that shit on niggas about any goddamn thing. We'll throw that shit on niggas about anything. Like just just as a black person, just leaving your front door, just take just stepping the wrong way, a nigga might call you weird and corny. A nigga might call you corny. Just like you got to be on point. You got to be on point. You know what I'm saying? Just so your black card can always be intact. Now, granted, this bitch do be on her little whatever wild chats, letting white niggas talk to her crazy. She only fuck with white niggas. That shit doesn't, like, as much, especially as much as I be crushing on that little bitch. Like, ugh, nigga, you only fuck with white niggas? Like, you tripping, ho. Um, but, uh, so then I go, uh, so, so he says, uh, that bitch weird and corny. I'm like, I'm like, but show me one entertainer that isn't at least weird, and I'll show you an entertainer that's not entertaining at all. It's the gig. I believe that. He goes, there's plenty of entertainers that aren't weird. On top of that, being weird doesn't make you entertaining. It makes you weird. That's true. But at the same time, nah, it makes you entertaining. See, when I said that, when I said name me one entertainer that's not at least weird, and I'll name you one that's boring, what I was getting at is, what are we really entertained by? Again, back to this Freddie Gibbs shit. We don't know if it's true. We don't know if it's false. Now, this is where this is where I'd love to get really real. How many people 
How many people on the internet that seen this story? How many people on the internet do you think wants it to be true rather than it to be false? When they read that shit, how many people do you think want it to be true more than they want it to be a lie? If you ask me, I feel like an overwhelming majority of people that that actually like will read it and have something to say. There's some people that read it all. Oh, I don't give a fuck. It's Freddie Gibbs. I don't really know nothing much about Cub, whatever, this and that shit. But if you ask me again, I think most motherfuckers want it to be true. Why? Because niggas want to get their jokes off. Niggas want to make content. It's something weird. It's also something corny. That's something niggas would call weird and corny. You a freaky ass boy. You a freaky ass boy letting niggas spit in your asshole. Like it's Cook County. That's that shit's still crazy. I don't know how them niggas in Chicago be talking about that shit <laughs> with a straight face like it's gang. Uh, I ain't going to say like it ain't because niggas beating you down <laughs> like it's spitting in your ass. <laughs> there is some, it's gangstalicious. It's mad gangstalicious on, 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 on God. Um, bro, I didn't got on the internet. This shit, I feel like the story just got popping yesterday. I didn't got on the internet. It's mad clips. It's mad this and that. So, uh, again, so when I was saying that about, like, you know, name me someone that isn't at least weird, in my opinion, bro, to be an to be an entertainer, to be a celebrity, my nigga, you got to be some kind of off. Or if you're not off, you just, you, you're going to accept what, you got to accept what comes with all this shit. Like, Think about a nigga like Tyler, the creator. Think about a young action Bronson. Think about Danny Brown. Think about Ludacris. Think about Kanye. Think about Missy Elliott. Think like, think about Diddy. Think about like, think about Carisha. Think about Glorilla, talk about letting niggas nut on her fries. Is that not weird? Or is it just nasty? And again, when you're dealing with niggas, you never know. Because nasty, somebody, nah, that ain't weird, it's just nasty. But then you ask the nigga right beside him, and nasty equals weird. Oh. So my point was, like, to be really entertaining, to actually be entertaining, bro, you got to be some kind of weird. Why? Because you have to be some type of spectacle. You got to be some type of, you got to be some type of spectacle. Uh, so then we, so then we go in. Uh, so I'm like, all right, now let me ask you this, and I, and I'm not too sure on this answer. My card's full. Oh my god, hold up, hold up. Hold up. My card is full. No, no, no. That's upsetting. But anyways, what I'm saying is, like, think about somebody like, I don't know, fucking J. Cole or some shit like that. That nigga. Hold up, y'all. Hold up. Damn, this shit really fucked me up. And I'm just deleting shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm deleting. 
Shit got me hot. I fucked up. Oh, damn. What was I reading? What was I had on the text? Damn, guys, my fault. All right. I said, so let me ask you this, because I'm not sure of the answer. But is there a difference between being entertaining and being entertained by one's art slash product, et cetera? Because I think that's the angle I'm looking at it from. He goes, uh, the art slash product should be the focus, in my opinion. But we as a culture have a lack of appreciation for art. So we get sold antics and gifted art slash product. And that's why we get shit like this. Um, and then I just finish it off with, I think, I think more so than antics, we're being sold personalities. Uh, in my opinion, Doja is extremely talented, but I think at heart, she's weird or funny, whatever. But say J. Cole, extremely talented, but boring. People have been calling Cole boring his whole goddamn career and all that shit ever did was offend me and piss me off because it's like, don't disrespect my nigga like that. Like he don't be out here really fucking rapping, going really, really fucking crazy, exhibiting top-tier superior skill level. You niggas is crazy. Um, I think some folk are artists that can entertain, and there's some that are entertainers that can be artistic. Antics. See, we get upset. We get upset when we say, when we speak about people and their antics. We don't like it. Whatever it like. First, it's just, I don't know. if It's just crazy when we have those kind con- I mean, I ain't going to say it's crazy, but to me, it's just like, yo, how can we do be getting so offended or just be feeling such a way when we see people do like goofy shit or just shit that we wouldn't do? You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It really be crazy. Um, but I think, I really think, like I said, we selling personalities. I do think as a culture, we, we appreciate art. I think we do appreciate art very much so. Um, but depending on who the art might be coming from, it's only, maybe it's only so much art it can be. You know what I'm saying? Like, if niggas want to appreciate art, they can just listen to my shit. They might like it. They might not. But we talking about the entertainment business. Niggas want to be entertained. Don't nobody want to hear. Nobody's Nobody wants to hear it. Think about Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Niggas is shitting on that album. Don't nobody want to hear it. Everybody, which is crazy because everybody... As much as niggas shitted on that album, you would really think everybody's lives is just lit as fuck. And I ain't saying niggas' lives ain't lit as fuck. But what I am saying is it's hard for me to imagine with all the talks that we be having these days about money and rich and poor and all these uh, uh, gender wars and shit like that. Y'all, we not happy. (laughs) We not happy as a country. We're not happy as a culture. And when I really think about it, I think the last time that the country was actually happy was 2016. I think 2016 was the last year in America that culturally out we just had, there was just, for lack of better words, maybe positivity in the air. That's not to say shit won't still pop in that nigga. That was... Uh, 
what's damn? I can't believe I'm forgetting uh, bro's name right now. The black hoodie. They got killed. See, I still remember the killer's name though. Goddamn George Zimmerman. Um, I think that again, like I said, that was the last year that that we was happy. Uh, back to antics. Back to back to America. Damn, where was I going with that? Because it was a good point. But anyways, fuck it. We selling personalities. We're selling antics because that's what it is. You know, like, even uh, back with the Freddy shit, this is antics. But it's antics from, and maybe that ain't where I was going, but maybe this is where I should, this is what I'll say. I think more so than we should be blaming the artists for stupid shit or goofy shit that blame the fans. Us as a whole. Not just their fans. Fanship in America. We love these celebrities. I love them. I fuck with them. You not what? You already know how I ride for my boy Ye. You already know how I'm giving it up for my nigga Ye. We love them. But we also love the bullshit. What 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 was one of Kanye's greatest moments? When he got on TV and said, George Bush don't care about black people. Is that antics? Like what because what we're saying is antics is anything that will that's an attempt to garner attention. Or something that has garnered your attention outside of just your music, outside of just your product, whatever the case. You know? Um, man, guys, I, I'm sorry. Right, matter of fact, actually, I'm just going to restart. Not restart the whole shit, but I really wanted to know where I was going with that. Because I can't remember. But whatever, fuck it. Actually, I'm not. Long story short, guys, and maybe I won't stick on this for too for much longer. Um, but like I said, I think some folk are just artists that can be entertaining. And I think some people are entertainers that can be artistic. I think Kanye Kanye is maybe a different example because he might be like great at both. Because if you listen to people that's been around him before, like they like, yo, this guy, he like he's naturally funny as shit. Like I think that's just, I think just having a to be a celebrity, I think you have to either be funny or charismatic. And if you're not funny, and if you're not charismatic, you got to be handled. Like think about a Michael B. Jordan. That's why he got. That's why, now granted, that's why he got into that shit with the dude. Or, I mean, with the girl. Because as a celebrity, as a celebrity, he don't, even in his movies, like he don't come off, he definitely don't come off as a funny nigga. He, and he don't really come off as the most charismatic guy either. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't, he don't come off like Will. 
like Will, this nigga, he just he just come through just how he be moving, at least before all the bullshit, you know. Um, so yeah, like I think to really be like a big celebrity, there's just certain things that have that's gonna come with it. Like niggas that love the art and niggas that do like, yeah, that's my niggas like Dom Kennedy and Currency and Rhapsody and No Name and shit. Like, yeah. And there's plenty of people like that that's out there getting money. But we just need to stop bullshitting and lying to ourselves. Like, that's the type of shit that one that we really want to see. That's what I'm saying. Like, back to the again to the Freddie Gibbs shit. Niggas want that shit to be true just so they can laugh at him. Just so they can call him gay. Just so they can say, oh, nigga, that's another reason why you not real. Nigga, that's a stop rapping. That's so you. Nigga, you don't think people want that. They want it. They want that. Yeah, he probably got some fans or whatever that like, oh, I hope it ain't true or it ain't true. It ain't true. But for the most part, again, just for the entertainment. Niggas either want this shit to be true or they're going to ride this joke into the mud until the fucking wheels fall off. If it comes out that it is a lie just because it was that funny, Spready Gibbs, what, that's just supposed to go back into a, a funny ass Trending that 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 fucking name took off like wildfire. And now what if all the allegations come back? Oh, that wasn't true. None of the whole the whole shit was just capping. Bitch was just capping. Niggas is still gonna say, oh nah, it, it won't cap. They just they back cool again. So she said this and that. Why? Just so in their heart, just so in their mind, they can still have a reason to say. Spready Gibbs, my nigga. Antics and entertainment is USA. That is America. That is America. That we can't you we can't be entertained without having entertainment. There's no such thing of entertainment without somebody being entertaining. Somebody has to, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, with Cole, yeah, we love my nigga. He dope as fuck rapping. You go to his concert, you go to his show, I'm sure he's, you're entertained by it. But if he not on a, his last interview, that's why he got on there with the white nigga talking about basketball and reflecting on life and doing all this and that because he might not feel comfortable just getting on a Joe Buddy. Getting on a Gillian Wallow because them niggas be on there entertaining. Them niggas be funny. Them niggas be doing shit for content. Them niggas be, when the cameras come on, niggas get extra. When the camera come on, I get extra. What you think this is? Yeah, like, yeah, I really talk like this and this and that, but it's niggas is out here creating content. YouTubers. Nigga, when I got on YouTube, nobody thought about YouTube being a job. It's a legit job now. It's a legit way to make income now. Like, no cap. 
It is what it is. It is what it is. Um. So yeah, man. I think sometimes. I think sometimes, especially within the black culture. Sometimes I think we can just be. We can just get a little too gun ho on the disapproval or the dis. Uh, you know, the disapproval of someone. You know what I'm saying? And just not really keeping it real with ourselves. Like. We love to fuck shit. It's America. Everybody in America loves to fuck shit. That's why drill music is popping. Because it's fuck shit at its finest. And niggas love it. Niggas love it. And it is what it is, man. It really is what it is. But yeah, I've been, uh, I don't even know how long I've been doing this motherfucking podcast. 76 minutes. All right, yeah, this is an hour long pod for sure. Uh, is there anything else I need to talk about? Uh, I don't believe so. So we will get into the motherfucking, uh, the motherfucking song of the week, which I have no idea what it is right now. So I'm just going to randomly pick something. Y'all want to hear some white shit or some, or, or some hip hop shit? And I'm hungry than a bitch. I ain't even saying cap to you, doggy. But I will say this. This will be my last podcast before I finish it out in Los Angeles. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Moving to Texas, the great exodus to Texas, like a lot of motherfuckers. Uh, and like a lot of motherfuckers, when they moved after the pandemic, after two or three years, they say niggas is moving, motherfuckers where is trying to move back to where they came from, and I feel them. When I get down to Houston, I definitely feel like I'm gonna want to come back to Los Angeles for sure. Uh, it's crazy. Again, I've been in LA for seven years. For seven years, niggas used to always say like, "When you moving back? You you can moving back this and that shit." I'm like, nah, I need at least ten years. Um, I need at least 10 years, made it to seven, one for the whole 10 years. The reason why I didn't do the 10 years really is because the truth of the matter is I just wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing for what the 10 years was supposed to be. Uh, but yeah, I fuck with the city and I'm going to miss it. And I'm thinking about if I... I, I'm kind of mixed up right now. I'm supposed to be kicking it with somebody tomorrow that I really would love to kick it with. Let me just say that. But also EBC tomorrow. EBC tomorrow. And I missed every last one of them shits last summer. And I was hot. I missed every EBC last summer. I ain't trying to miss the first one. And what's crazy is, just like this is the first one, I knew about the first one last year. Uh, or actually I was thinking about going to the beach or, or so I don't know. I knew about the first EBC. It wasn't that packed. And then I wanted to go to the second one. Like I wanted to go, but I couldn't make it. And then I just remember looking at it. Nigga, that shit was deep. That shit was deep as fuck. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I can't believe I missed out on, on the EBCs. Uh, Ebony Beach Club is what it's called. So yeah, I'm definitely trying to go tomorrow. Get me some merch for show. And, uh, yeah, and I'll talk about L.A. I'll talk about what it was like living in L.A. when I get to Houston, Texas. 
But for now, let's close it out. And I still don't know what I want to close it out with. This is insane. Not cool, cat. Not keep subbing. Not, you know what? Let's close it out with this.
I gotta take a shit. I ain't even gonna sit here and cap. Maybe too much information. But uh, yeah, that was the podcast, guys. So let's get the fuck up out of here. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. You hear what I'm saying? Niggas are violent. Okay, see, now I gotta remember that I gotta get that. Let's try that one more time, all right? Jack, I'm fighting for you, Jack. Niggas are violent. There we go. I wasn't mad at that. I wasn't mad at that.